0: Is good football
1: fans. This is the fourth in a mile podcast. My name is Bradley, and I'm joined by my good friends and co hosts, Brady and Jeremy. And we appreciate you all tuning in. Gentlemen, how we doing?
0: Hey, guys, doing pretty good. uh, my voice is gonna be real bad today. We, uh, We're gonna make we a so yeah. We celebrated a bachelor party for uh, one of our friends, and so it was actually all the boys outside of Jeremy, but Jeremy got some dubs in basketball this weekend, so um, all three of us are gonna be battling some voice, uh. Samples,
2: or what What are we some talking mine is, about? mine mine's the best this weekend. Doesn't happen often, but here We are.
1: decided we want to pull the best Jeremy Becker weekend, so we said let's <laughs> do it. You got okay. a little
3: ways to go. <laughs> <laughs> You're right.
0: <laughs> so before we do start the episode, the end of the last one that Josh was not here, the ending was terrible. So we are going to get better this time. We are going to end the episode really good, right guys? Yep. So they're gonna yep. have to stick around. They have to stick around and hear the ending,
2: right? We checked the tape. We worked on it. We fixed things. We're here.
0: That's right. So we're gonna start with a quick question. We have actually a really cool mock draft today where all three of us are drafting different strategies. So um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give them away. So we'll, we'll wait until that part and then we obviously finish with our ones gotta go. So let's get started with some NFL notables. Um, we we're at the time where camp is just about to start. Um, So we're going to be hearing a lot of rumors. And so that's what we're going to go over today. Um, some running back rumors right now. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers running back Leonard Fournette reportedly weighs 260 pounds. Now, Josh is not here. That is kind of Josh's guy. What are we doing?
3: That's big. Hey
1: Guys, guys, this is this is part of the reason that I'm all out on Fournette, like, I, I don't want to believe the rumors, but when the rumors continuously come out, like it's, it's not good. Like, do you guys remember when Eddie Lacey came in out of shape? I've heard that Leonard Fournette is heavier than when Eddie Lacey came out. of Eddie
0: Lacey was trending on Twitter today Yeah, because of that.
1: It's oh. just like, it's, it's not good. I, I worry about that. They invested draft capital into their running back room on a player. That's really good and fits what they want to do. So I, Guys, I'm worried
3: about Fournette.
1: I think too, especially
0: since they drafted a running back in round three.
3: Yes. If he's actually 260, like that's bad.
2: Didn't what was the the tweet that said today what he was, what he played at last year? Wasn't it in the two twenties?
0: I looked up Zeke Elliott. I think Zeke Elliott was two thirty five. So that's thirty pounds heavier than I think Zeke Elliott's a bigger running back, right? Like that's not bold to say.
2: No, so, I, I I don't think so.
0: Like that's 30 pounds heavier than that.
2: I think it's I think there was a tweet that said he played in the 220s last year. It was like two twenty-eight or oh, let's look it up. And if Weight that is two
3: twenty-eight, according to the New York Post.
2: That's what that's I thought.
3: That that's
0: is thirty pounds heavier
1: different. than guys. That's not muscle.
0: No, not, did you, not you not see him running on? on the treadmill with our, uh it was Jamar Chase? I forget who the rest of the guys were, but it was.
1: He legit might try to make the Pro Bowl as a fullback this year.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> just relax. Two sixty. Let him try to lose some of that weight. Okay. Yeah, but does that not say anything though? Oh no, it's it's a terrible look.
2: Maybe he's trying to get traded the James Harden approach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wear the the baggy <laughs> sweatshirts and like yeah, <laughs> make you look big. Anyways, not good. Josh is not here to defend himself. Let's move on to a different running back. Um, Ian Rappaport um, from the NFL Network said J.K. Dobbins would not be ready for week one, basically saying it was a tough, in, tough knee injury. J.K. Dobbins quote tweeted that tweet and basically said, you have no idea what you're talking about. Come to me for your um, source. While Rappaport was on Pat McAfee show. <laughs> so McAfee, or uh, not McAfee, but Rappaport responded and basically said, I trust my source. What are you guys' thoughts on this? Does it adjust your rankings? Uh, I guess let's start, like, do you move him up if you know he plays week one? Because we'll know sooner before, like, draft season where he's at. Uh,
1: my, my thoughts right now is I'm leaning more toward where Rappaport is at same. than where J.K. is at. Because obviously JK's like, hey, I'm going to bet on myself. Every professional athlete's like that. They think that they're able to do that. And why not? They're the greatest athletes in the world. That's why they're a professional athlete. Ian Rappaport's source has to have some sort of information, whether it's from his medical team, whether it's from his coaches, which ultimately decide if he's playing or not. It doesn't matter how J.K. Dobbins is feeling. It matters where he's at in the process. There's literally numbers and percentiles he needs to hit with his surgery and his recovery in order to be back on the field. Otherwise, guess what? There's risks of retear. There, there's higher percent chances if he doesn't hit those numbers. So it's really not up to him. He can attack his rehab as hard as he wants to, but at the end of the day, there's going to be people that
2: he has to answer to. And, and along with that, at least for me and, and where I had him uh in, in the rankings, I think I have him low uh low 20s um that was never in anticipation that he wasn't going to be playing week one or week two that was more so that whether he will be but his workload is going to be limited so that still doesn't it doesn't scare me in the sense that I'm going to drop him you know below 30 but again it's a similar conversation I think we had um you know a couple weeks ago on the podcast and that was talking about guys in similar scenarios like Miles Sanders is getting drafted in the thirties and this is a lead back with no injury concern and now, or current injury concern. And then, you know, you, you factor in JK Dobbins, who was drafted maybe right around 20. Like that's a pretty big difference uh, factoring in that somewhat of that uncertainty. And then, and on Ian Rappaport's side, it's not like he's, he wasn't saying anything crazy. He didn't say he's for sure, not going to be ready. He just said, and he even said, there's been no setbacks. It's more so just, Again, timeline. The severity
0: so, of the injury, yeah. yeah. So just for reference, he is our right now our consensus RB 15. Jeremy, you have him at 19. Bradley, you have him at 15. Josh has him at 21. I have him at 11. I think I need to adjust my rankings, especially if he's not going to be ready for week one. Um, when I had that rankings, I was expecting him to be ready um, week one. With an ACL injury early on in the season, I thought he was going to be ready. Um, let's move to our last NFL notable, this has got to be hype season, but Rashad Penny is reported that he's going to have 20 carries a game or average 20 carries a game. I think it was a beat reporter that came out and said something along that lines. Currently, our consensus running back are running back 30. The highest we have him is 28. Bradley and I have him at 28. Um, Josh and Jeremy have him at 30. So do we need, do we need to adjust our rankings or is this just hype season for Rashad Penny?
1: I think it's a little bit of both. I think we do need to move up on him, but he's not getting 20 carries a game. I I mean, if he's if he's slated to get 20 carries a game, he he should be a first round draft pick, in my opinion, in 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 your fantasy football leagues, because really there's a handful of people in this league that are slated to get 20 plus carries a game, and I personally d- don't believe that Rashad Penny is one of those guys, considering they just drafted Ken Walker. Early in the second round,
0: you love calling him Ken.
1: <laughs> Just so you guys know, twenty twenty two is the national hate on Kenneth year.
0: Yeah, who else yeah. had that too? That switches their name. I don't Gainwell. remember his
1: name. Gainwell is Ken Gainwell.
2: Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> doing. What is going on? What
0: is
1: on? happening?
2: <laughs> I, to, to, I'm, I'm with Bradley. I think it's somewhere in the middle. Uh, I think all four of us probably could move him up a little higher. I think maybe twenty four, twenty five, maybe is it is a safe spot for him um is there a path where he could get 15 to 20 carries a game maybe but again the biggest question mark with him is does that last for one game does he make it to two does he make it to three that's been the that's been the toughest thing with him is as far as health and staying on the field um i i mean they they really don't have they still have the same weapons but right different quarterback situation they could even lean more heavily on the run so it, it could be somewhere something where you, you get a pretty good value wherever he's drafted. I mean, is he still being drafted ADP wise behind Ken?
1: He yes. was when I checked a couple days ago.
2: That's wild to me. And,
1: and let's, let's not forget they invested. I believe it was a first round pick in Rashad Penny, which means theoretically they drafted or they invested more draft capital into Penny than they did to Ken Walker.
2: Yeah, no, yeah. that's, that's a really good point. And, and if, if, Carroll still believes in him like it doesn't matter if they drafted if they put draft capital into ken this year or not that doesn't matter to him think about matt flynn and russell wilson like right they just pay like he he is loyal and he will ride with the guy that whoever he feels like is the best for that spot in his brain and he will do that
0: yep i totally agree with that let's move to a quick question before we go into our fantasy mock draft um So, camp is starting. We kind of talked about it already. Um, I think some rookies reported today on on Monday the 18th. Um, Which camp battle are you most looking forward to or is the most fantasy noteworthy? So, um, give a position battle that's interesting fantasy-wise for you.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll start in Florida, and that's the Miami Dolphins backfield. I think there's a ton of question marks going into that. You have essentially – I would say three, but you could argue four guys. You really don't know who the lead dog's going to be. We we think we have an idea, um, but you, we really don't know. Those four guys being Raheem Mostert, Chase Edmonds, Sony Raheem? Michelle, and, and Miles Gaskins.
3: <laughs> Thank you. I, I
1: appreciate the laugh. I did it on purpose. <laughs> look at Mostert. He has history with the head coach, right? Like, this guy was in Kyle Shanahan's offense was a big part of their run game. Chase Edmonds, I mean, money talks. Like they invested money into to Chase Edmonds. And Sonny Michelle was very successful last season. So do we know like if I had to if I had to gun to my head, I would say right now it's Chase Edmonds, right? Like I think money talks bigger than anything.
0: So that's what I was going to ask you. Who so that, you, that's, that's, what, you that's
1: what I that's what I would take at this point. But like there's certainly no reason to say that Raheem Oster doesn't come in super healthy. And Mike McDaniel's like, you know what, this is what won us the, the NFC that one season. Let's let's go back to it. We we have a pretty good idea that he's going to run the football if he's anything like Kyle Shanahan.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think that's that's fair. That's an awesome uh, battle. Jeremy, do you have a uh, off-season battle that you're interested in?
2: I have a couple. Um, the one I'll ride with to start is uh, the Bills running back situation. Uh, that's a good one. Very curious to see how that breaks out because it's, it's a really good offense. One of the best in the NFL. Um, we'll have a a good opportunity to have somebody who is fa- uh fantasy relevant. Uh, is it going to be Devin Singletary who, ha- who played fairly well? I think fantasy wise throughout most of the last years. And then, or could it be James Cook or could Zach Moss be in the mix? Who knows? <laughs> uh, right. But it, it's, it's a great offense and somebody will be relevant. It, it'll be interesting to see where the buzz is when camp starts.
0: If
1: yeah. if the week one were to start today, who would you say, you know what, I want on my roster?
0: I think Cook is going to be the fan, the most fantasy safe one because I don't think his production is going to be based on touchdowns where I think Singletary's got to get in the end zone. I'm just afraid that Josh Allen might take those. Thanks, Jeremy. Sorry. I
2: think I, yeah, I think I'd agree with Brady.
0: Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs>
2: How about you, Brady? What's your camp battle?
0: Yeah, my camp battle. So I'll go with the wide receiver group, and it's probably not the most glamorous one, but in my opinion, the Washington Commanders wide receiver twos got my attention. Um, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson, I'll throw another name in there. How about Deami Brown? This is a guy that we all liked coming out of the draft. Obviously, we know McLaurin's the one. I don't even. Logan Thomas is their tight end. I, that doesn't do much for me. So I, I think somebody throughout the year is going to have some sort of fantasy relevance as the Washington Commanders wide receiver too. It's not the best offense in the world. I don't like their starting running back. So I'm going to try and maybe get one of these guys in the last round. Jahan Dotson's interesting to me. He went early in the draft. That is a mid first round pick. What do he win? Pick 14?
1: I think it was 16.
0: 16. 16? That. That's earlier than Justin Jefferson went like this. is a, That is a high amount of ca- draft capital to have sit as your wide receiver for. So I, I'm i very intrigued and I think you can get Dotson very late in drafts too.
1: Well, let's not forget like Curtis Samuel was their big offseason acquisition yeah. the year before and he just couldn't stay healthy. So you, you would have to think he's coming into camp and his season healthy and what kind of plans do they have with him? He has history with the head coach.
0: And what if – I know we've said this for the last two or three years. What if Carson Wentz comes back and is a three-fourths of what his MVP season was? I just think it's interesting.
1: Guys, I feel like as a podcast, we're we're higher on Carson Wentz than most people just because, I mean, we believe Probably. that he's a good person, a good leader, and we, we value that into our rankings, right, wrong, or indifferent there's a possibility. He's a really good quarterback still. I mean, there's some mental hurdles that he has to get over, but like, I think as a podcast, we want to, we want Carson Wentz to succeed.
2: Yep. I agree with Definitely. that too. And, and even at what he was last year, I think is still probably an upgrade. His numbers weren't bad. No, they weren't. It, I he had a bad week 18 that cost him the playoffs
1: and they needed to get him out of this, out of the locker room.
2: And and everybody remembers that is it. We all, like, we do that all the time, right? Yep. Yep. This, but overall total body of work he was not that yep i agree uh, the,
0: that's a good transition let's move to our fantasy mock draft so this is not a a normal fantasy mock draft we pick the guys that we want have the have a similar roster to how we always have there's some criteria for this so there's a bunch of different draft strategies when when doing a fantasy football draft you've heard of the the zero running zero rb um draft strategy type taking Quarterbacks early, tight ends early, zero wide receiver. So we're doing all those strategies. Each one of us has our own strategy. We randomize it right before the show. My strategy is the zero RB, so I cannot draft a running back until round six. So if I draft one before then, I get an automatic zero on this. Jeremy's strategy is the zero Failed wide receiver. for life. Yep. <laughs> Jeremy's strategy is the zero wide receiver strategy, meaning he cannot draft a wide receiver until round seven. So his a little bit more than. um the running backs Bradley's is the early quarterback and early tight end strategy. That means he has to take a quarterback in one of the first three rounds has to take a tight end in one of the first five rounds.
1: Let me just tell you right now. I I think this exercise is awesome. I think it's good for us to stay sharp on our fantasy skills, but I think it's great for our listeners to even promote these ideas because while this is probably a strategy that I would not go into a draft for, Sometimes the board doesn't fall the way you want it to. And this is a good way to adapt. This is a good way to show our listeners hey, guess what? If you take a quarterback in the second round, you can still have a pretty good roster. Or hey, it didn't turn out well when I, I drafted a tight end in the first round. So I, I think it's going to be really good for our listeners.
0: I'm excited. Let's randomize the order. I would really like to see Bradley pick one. That'd be tough. It'd be really tough because I would go. have to.
3: Three, two,
0: one. So Jeremy lands at pick five, Bradley lands at pick seven, and I land at pick 11. Let's get this thing started. Jeremy, you are on the clock at pick five. If I can start this draft.
1: <laughs> and Jeremy,
3: you're zero RB, correct?
0: He is zero wide receiver.
1: wide
3: receiver.
0: Gotcha.
2: So, with my first pick, I take Cooper Cup. <laughs> I'm
0: like the perfect Cooper Cup situation, though.
2: <laughs> that it is McCaffrey almost made it to me at five. Look at that. It would been great. All right. So, sitting at five, five it after um, it was Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey. And then at number five, I am going to take Delvin Cook.
3: Like it. So I have a couple different places I can go.
1: Cooper Cup just went off the board. I was kind of hoping that he was obviously going to make it to me, keeping in mind that I have to take a quarterback within the first three rounds and then a tight end within the first five. It's too early for tight end or quarterback at this point for me, so I'm going to either go wide receiver or running back. Justin Jefferson staring me right in the face. Um, yes, I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan, but I also just I believe in the system that he's going to be in, and I believe more so in the talent that he is. So I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson.
2: Had you been taking running back there, would you have gone running back? or nope. You...
1: nope, this is because I basically gave myself the opportunity to take running back or uh, wide receiver at that one, thinking I was going to take quarterback on the way back.
0: So I am the zero RB strategy. So I'm either taking wide receiver, tight end, quarterback. I'm going to take a wide receiver. I am taking my wide receiver three, which is Stephon Diggs. I am passing up on Jamar Chase. There's a chance he gets back to me, but I, I I, feel like we've talked about this a lot. I'm just not all in on Jamar Chase here. So for those reasons, I'm going to take Stephon Diggs. My strategy worked out good because you guys are probably thinking, oh, you got Jamar Chase too, because Kelsey and DeAndre Swift went on the turn. That is not the strategy I'm going with. I'm going with the stack and I'm going with Josh Allen in the second round to see where Bradley goes with his early quarterback strategy. <laughs> So I'm going with Josh Allen at pick two Oh two. Wow.
3: <laughs> I'm upset.
0: You thought you were getting Josh Allen. Injured. I did.
3: I did. I did. So,
1: and, and just for my, my knowledge, I'm able to pick a quarterback on the way around now. Correct. Or do I have yes, to pick so you can take now? one
0: in the third round? Okay, yep. good.
1: Easy pick for me here. I, we want to, up to bat for this player last episode. And I said that if I was picking in the middle of the second round, there's no way I'm letting him get past me.
0: And I that's what Jeremy he was getting him.
1: Uh, I was hoping. And not a chance. Aaron Jones is the pick.
0: That's unbelievable value. He will be going earlier than that, I think, in August. I, I
2: agree. So after Aaron Jones with CeeDee Lamb, I am take, back on
0: the clock. Take Lombardi Lenny. It's time.
2: <laughs> no,
1: no. We're going to start calling them leftovers. <laughs> leftovers. <laughs> Jeez.
2: This Lombardi is no longer Lombardi. It can't it's be.
0: Lombardi, it's got to be.
2: So I, I'm looking at, um, so I am the, just a reminder, I'm the no wide receiver strategy until um, round seven. So I'm taking a look at running back here. And I, I do like um, some of these names, especially right at the top um taking a peek i think there's a potential the one uh saquon 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 <laughs> uh lombardi lenny is up there um but seeing that i like some of these names um that i think are going to get back around to me i am going to go actually something different for me uh since i you know normally i'd probably take a wide receiver here but i'm going to take a tight end and i'm going to take mark andrews um since we're doing this Let's different go. strategy and like like you guys stated, you know, it's really good to just try new things and see see if you like your roster at the end of it. And it's also fun to make it really difficult on Bradley. So yep. Just just take a quarterback here, please. Well, Mahomes is gone. No, that's great Mahomes. because I, ha- I have two or three that I feel really good about. <laughs> so after, after I took Andrews, it was Tyreek Hill, uh, Javante Williams, Saquon, uh, Lombardi Lenny, uh, A.J. Brown, I almost said Antonio. Uh, Debo, Cam Akers, and then Patrick Mahomes. Sleeper would be crazy if if Antonio Brown be picked (laughs) in the third round. It almost got me. Um, So I am back on the clock, and the name that I was hoping uh, was going to be there that I almost took at um, 2 8, I am going to take here at 3 5, and that is going to be James Conner.
0: We're very much so higher on him than.
2: Yep. The Definitely. ADP is saying. Do we all have him in our top 12? Um, Josh probably doesn't. I don't think <laughs> I do. Kidding. No, everybody does.
0: Jeremy, you're the low. Jeremy's the hater.
2: i have at 12. You have 11. Oh, okay. The Ray hater. And
0: Josh, have him at 10. I have him at 8. <laughs> so Bracers,
2: I'm pretty sure his ADP is like 19, and I'm hating at 11. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So
1: I'm up with my third-round pick, and with my strategy – it's going to be a quarterback. It has to be if, I, if I'm playing by the rules. But I don't have a problem picking a quarterback here. Um was hoping that Josh Allen would have gotten the second round. For me, it's between Justin Herbert and Lamar Jackson. And both are ultra-talented. Um, if I had to pick a third, it would have been Kyler Murray. But I feel pretty good about what Lamar Jackson is going to be this season. I love his rushing upside, especially if J.K. Dobbins is not ready week one. I think that only makes... Lamar Jackson ceiling higher. So I'm going to start with Lamar Jackson here.
0: I actually really like that. I made uh, an adjustment to my rankings. I have him above Justin Herbert. So he's not a quarterback I, three. I,
1: I think they're in the same tier. Like like we talk about, don't draft based on positions. Draft in tiers.
0: Yep. So I am still in my zero RB strategy. So I'm looking at the wide receiver position. Um, I think I would be a fraud or a liar if I did not take T Higgins here. He is currently the top player available he is my wide receiver nine I feel great about him being my wide receiver two so I'm taking T Higgins so that rounds out the third round with that we're going to take a quick break come back and finish the mock mock draft
2: hi guys this is Jeremy Becker from the fourth and a mile podcast just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in and remind you to follow us on twitter at fourth and a mile pod that's fourth and a mile pod Thanks, guys. And now back to the sports.
0: Welcome back into the Fourth and a Mile podcast. I am back on the clock in the fourth round. Um, David Montgomery and Brees Hall went at the turn. I still cannot draft a running back yet. So I'm going to take my next best receiver who is not even getting drafted close to this range right now. And that is Cortland Sutton. He is my wide receiver 10, and he will be my wide receiver three.
1: I'm pretty bummed because I was going to go with George Kittle. He went right next to Brady and team 10. So maybe see if we can get a trade done after the draft. <laughs> but uh, then Antonio Gibson and then Travis Etienne. So I'm locked. Too
0: Gibson wasn't on there for you.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm locked in at the tight end position here. I want to get my tight end off the board because I really don't trust the teams one through four. Especially if Jeremy didn't have a tight end, he for sure would have picked one. But he has one. So I feel good about that. When I'm looking, Darren Waller obviously screams. For me, Dalton Schultz also screams a lot of potential as well. I'm going to go with the firepower, and I'm going to go with Darren Waller, even though he's essentially the second receiving option um, in a what, or in a receiving room that I would
3: say is a little crowded. If that is that fair to say, but I'm going to go with Darren Waller. It's good value
2: so after Darren Waller it was DK Metcalf and I am back on the clock still unable to draft a wide receiver for what feels like forever stack (laughs) Um, those RBs so that is the question do I stack another RB at this point I have Delvin Cook and James Conner, and then as Bradley just mentioned I, I do have Mark Andrews at my tight end position um could go J.K. Dobbins here, the name we've been talking about uh, to start the episode. I think I'm going to switch over to the quarterback position and I am going to go with somebody that Bradley just mentioned a little bit ago, and that is Justin Herbert. I think at 4 8, um, towards the end of the fourth round, is pretty good value for him. Um, so I, f- I feel pretty good about that, not being able to grab a wide receiver there. And I can't believe he's uh, still there.
1: Yeah, I, that's incredible that I drafted Lamar Jackson
3: over a round ago. And He's still there. And, and then Joe
2: Burrell went off too before Kyler Murray, which is also surprising. So after Herbert, it was uh, McLaurin, Amari Cooper, Deontay Johnson, J.K. Dobbins. What an
0: absolute value for team two! Are you kidding? Deontay.
2: In the I was fourth round. And then kicking off the fifth round, it was Josh Jacobs um, at five one, followed by Waddle. Burrow, as I mentioned, and then DJ Moore. And I'm back on the clock. And the name that I was looking for uh is still there. Ooh, there's two. There. Can
1: can I can I ask you a question before you make your pick? You may. How hard is it for you to pass on Pittman right now?
2: Oh, absolutely terrible. I this this would be an auto pick if I was
0: Pity City. If I was allowed <laughs> if I was
2: allowed to draft. <laughs> well check my t shirt story checks out if i was allowed to draft a wide receiver here that was a good joke and i am
0: yeah, you know how, it took me a long time I, I
2: didn't get it either. I was like, give up. it <laughs>
0: took me a long time like you have a Pittman jersey or a shirt
2: i that i felt Got really it. It was good. good about it was good. It was good. It was the good. speed of that i felt really good about it yeah, um it yeah if i was drafting a wide receiver here or, or able to um it would be an auto pick so I'm going to go running back. Mm, there's two
3: names I really like. We're going to go AJ Dillon because I feel like it. Uh, tough. Yuck. So Clyde Edwards. Went next. I want a. Three?
1: Yeah, no, I I feel good about that. Jeremy, that's, that's a good pick. I was hoping I could maybe snag him going around the next way, but I'm going to go with the receiver just because I feel pretty good about um, the running backs that are still on the table. And there's a couple good receivers that are staring me right in the face. Uh, the first one being Michael Pittman, and to be honest with you, I don't really have to look any farther than that because I feel good about a couple receivers that are a little bit later that I think could get back to me.
3: So I'm gonna go with Michael Pittman. It's a great
2: pick.
0: After Michael Pittman, went Jerry Judy, then Elijah Mitchell, and then Kyler Murray finally off the board at five ten. This is my last pick until I can start taking running backs. So I was take, hoping
2: to get Elijah Mitchell at 6'2". Uh,
0: yeah, I did. Um, but I'm going to go with tight end, so then I can just load up on, like, the next three rounds of running backs. So I'm going to go with my tight end four that's still on the board, and that's Dalton Schultz. I'm going to take him. Mike Williams and Hollywood Brown went after, which is music to my ears that another running back didn't go off the board. This is a guy that this podcast is really high on, and we think he's going to produce. I'm mad at myself. that's Miles Sanders. I'm going to take Miles Sanders here.
1: So I made the mistake there. I I should have taken Miles Sanders and hoped that Pittman or somebody else got back to me. Just knowing Brady's draft strategy. Obviously, you don't know that going into a draft, but like we did for this exercise. So I'm going to go back to the wide receiver room just because I was really hoping that Miles Sanders would have been my RB2. And then there's a couple guys later that I, I think I can snag. Just with Jeremy already taking a bunch of running backs already, and and that's the guy that's at the top of the wide receiver list. Uh, I would clarify this guy is definitely in contention for my guy for me. Oh yeah, and, and that's Brandon Cooks. I have him as a wide receiver one for me, and he's going to be my wide receiver three.
0: Got to take another dang running back. Looking pretty bare there though.
1: I love my strategy right now.
0: My running backs going to be better than yours. I'm
2: zero B. No. <laughs> So, after Cooks, it was Jalen Hurts. He went over Trey Lance, huh? Um, Josh must the be Jack. <laughs> so, I am back on the clock with my last pick before I can take a wide receiver. And I've already taken a quarterback and a tight end. If this was super flex, I'd be happy to take another quarterback.
3: But we'll <laughs> just
2: we'll hold off on that. We'll grab another running back. Yeah. At this point, the names towards the top of the list, you got Damien Harris, Ken Walker, Kareem Hold Lent. on, Bradley.
0: Bradley, should we adjust the strategy and have him where he can draft in the sixth round since that's what we yeah. do for running back? No,
1: yeah, no, I think it should be. I think okay.
0: you can draft already, a receiver.
1: He's already drafted three
3: running backs. Let's go. Draft
1: receiver.
0: You're
2: welcome. Appreciate it. Appreciate that. Ooh, there's two names I like. Thielen. He is one of them. That is who I'm going to take. So at this point, I have drafted three running backs, a quarterback and a tight end. And I'm going to grab my first wide receiver. And with Thielen, I feel pretty safe with that. Um, So at this point, I haven't been able to grab a wide receiver. um, And to have somebody that I think has a pretty safe floor. Oh, I'm hurt. I was hoping. I was so hoping. (laughs) He was going to make it there at seven, five. Oh, that makes me sad. Um, but I am going to grab a guy that, that Bradley really likes. Um, and I'll just recap quick. So after it was stealing, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll just let you sit on this one. Bradley is, I like, know I'm, who it is. Yep, yep, Uh It was Damien Harris, Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, Kareem hunt, Ken Walker. I'm going to Ross St. Brown to start the seventh round. Then Hopkins, Drake London and Darnell Moody. So massive run on wide receivers. I'm glad you guys let me take one in, in the sixth yeah. round, or I'd be really hurting right now. Um, I'm going to take Bradley's guy, another probably guy that's in a contention for my guy for Bradley. And he plays in purple. And that is Rashad Bateman.
0: He's probably doing you a favor. Why would no, you take he's
2: another? He's really not because as soon as I picked Lamar
1: Jackson in the third round, I said, okay, I'm going to get a stack with Rashad Bateman because I feel so good about Rashad Bateman is. And then I said, OK, that's good, because as soon as Jeremy took Thielen, there was probably about six or seven guys above him in the thing. And all of a sudden, five of them went, and he's staring right Jeremy right in the face. <laughs> so that hurts. We're going to bounce back, though. So I'm going to the running back room. We talked about this guy on our notables. Um, should be drafted higher than what he's being drafted for at ADP right now, because he's in line for allegedly 20 carries a game. And Dang that's Rashad it. Penny. I love the value of him at this point in the draft, so I'm going to go with him as my uh, running back two. That
0: would have been an absolute steal if I got him as my RB two. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th- the running back rooms are scarce. It is bad right now. Um, but I have to go running back. After Rashad Penny, went, Dak Prescott, Traylon Burks, then um, Tony Pollard. So we're working on backup running backs now. However, there is a potential for a starting running back here.
3: I know who it is. Who is it?
0: I'll pick it, and then I'll – I'm going with Devin Singletary. Oh, I thought you were going to go James Cook. I did say he'd
3: higher <laughs> you just he really, about it higher up. He really did. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoops>.
0: <laughs> Moving on, I'm going to go with James <laughs> Cook. <Cohen now. laughs> so after Devin Singletary, when Tom Brady and Gabe Davis, I am going to go with a for sure backup running back. But I'm going to take him, James Cook. Not just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going with Melvin Gordon here. If for some reason Javante gets hurt or if he's just not what he's up to average or whatever whatever people think of Javante, Melvin Gordon is one of the – he's a top five backup running back. I will have him on my bench.
2: If you are taking the zero RB approach or that's how your draft ends up, Melvin Gordon in, in the eighth round is I think a perfect selection because it's yep. exactly what you're looking for. Somebody that has some standalone value, but also a path to more.
1: Did you guys see the video of him running in sand with his boots?
2: Yep. Cringe worthy is what it is. <laughs> it's
1: gold <spelled> status. <laughs> I'm going back to the RB's. There's two that are high on my board. One I feel very good about getting back to me the next round. So I'm going to take the one that I don't feel is good getting back to me this round. Uh, we talked about him again on our, not on our notables, but on our quick question about who do we think
3: is going to James be Cook? the running back <laughs> in Miami? Money Talks. Chase Edmonds.
0: That is his nickname now? Money Talks? Money
3: Talks, for sure. <laughs> that, that's
1: a song, right? Yes. Thank By you. Lonzo Ball. Is it? Oh yeah. no. Gotcha. no. <laughs> That's not his nickname anymore.
2: <laughs> so ahead. after after uh Bradley took Money Talks, um Tyler Lockett was selected. <laughs> That's
1: for sure his name is Money
2: Talks. Yeah, <laughs> we got it. And I am back on the clock staring down the wide receiver position. Um and you know, Brady made mention to this as he was on the clock in, in at Towards the back half of the seventh round, in terms of the the running backs James being cook. really bare, uh, oh. no, and honestly, like with my strategy, as he was saying that, I was over here putting probably four, five, six wide receivers I really liked in the queue. Like this is not a bad spot uh, for a decent amount of value at the wide receiver position if you load it up uh, on a lot of running backs early. Couple names that I'm looking at: um, Garrett Wilson. Brandon Ayuk. Um Robert Woods is, is higher on my list. I I really like um his value and the really opportunity he has like there. Robert Woods. I do. I do. Sir wow. Bob Trees. Bobby Trees.
3: I appreciate him, but
2: in the in the eighth, I'm gonna take a little flyer here on some uh high upside with Garrett Wilson. Um, probably not something I, I, would normally do, but again, we're out here to try some new things. Um, and with the way my wide receiver room looks, I think having, uh, having a guy that has the amount of upside he has is, is, uh, not a bad thing to swing for. After my pick, it was Goddard, uh, Elijah Moore, Devontae Smith, Brandon Ayuk, and then Claypool to start the eighth, uh, the ninth, sorry. Dawson Knox, Chris Alave, James Cook, finally selected. What a value pick,
0: the starter for Buffalo. Somebody picked their backup first.
2: And uh, to make Bradley really upset, I'm going to take the guy that he was hoping was going to get back to him. I'm just kidding, but I know who it is. Um, it's Damian Pierce. The wide receiver I'm going to select. why not. Oh, not.
3: really?
1: He, he wow. was on my queue and I removed him.
2: Really? Well. Yep. I am going to take uh, a wide receiver that I feel really good about. You guys might say gross, um, but I'm going to take Alan Lazard here, 9-5. Again, when you're drafting, trying to load up on wide receivers late when you didn't necessarily go early, you're looking for somebody that has a path to a lot of success. And from a fantasy perspective, with all the vacated targets and Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback doesn't really get uh, much better than that in the ninth round. He wasn't getting back to you. Yeah, he was nice, on my queue as
1: well. I had, I was honestly, it was probably going to be closer or a coin flip for me on this next pick. I'm going wide receiver because that running back that I was talking about, I think, still has a chance to make it to me and to turn around again.
0: Take this bad pick. I know you are.
1: Jeremy did the same thing I did. He attached a receiver to a really good quarterback. So I'm going to attach a a receiver that's attached to a better quarterback. Um <laughs> You're going
2: that's
1: Sky Terrible big. It's pick. not a terrible pick. I <laughs> love so Sky this year. Big. He's my wide receiver four. This is a guy that Brady really followed
2: up with MVS.
1: This guy it. legit has the shot to be the wide receiver one on his team outside of Kelsey. Obviously, he is ultra talented. They invested a
3: lot in him in the draft. I think he has the potential to be really good this year. I don't. I. I'm glad you don't. Oh, T- team T- 9- 9. going in 9. No, 9- 9. 9- so 9- limited.
0: Back MVP. to back. I was thinking about taking him just in case Josh Allen busted. <laughs> 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 okay. I am going to go with two people from the same exact team. I think. Yeah. I'm going to. So I'm going to start with I need a running back. There has been some rumors from beat reporters that he could see, like, a starting role, and that's Ronald Jones. So I'm going to take him, and maybe Clyde has fumbling issues or something along those lines. So I'm going to take Ronald Jones here to start.
1: And then you're just going to take MVS just to –
0: No, then you take the wide receiver one from that team, and that's MVS. Absolutely has upside to be a a mid-level wide receiver two. It's a good pick.
3: I guess we forgot about his dropping issues, but that's okay.
0: Um It was the ball that was being thrown.
1: You're right, it was. Robert Woods, Kadarius, Tony, and Christian Watson went next. I'm very happy that Christian Watson went because I just didn't know how I could resist myself. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're hilarious.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to <Sorry laughs> say that out loud. Um well, I feel like since I'm on the same trajectory, I'm gonna go. I'm going wide receiver because I, I feel pretty good about where my running backs are at this point. And there's a couple later guys that I would love to throw dart throws on. And I would also have the plan that I'm going to invest heavily in the first couple of weeks. Once these position battles are set uh, for the running back rooms. So I'm debating between Christian Kirk, uh, Russell Gage, and Jahan Dotson. Those are my three that I'm debating between. I think when you look at, like, a home run throw, you immediately look at Jahan Dotson, but he's not their wide receiver one. Christian Kirk is for sure their wide receiver one, both financially and skill-wise, I would say. So that's Money
0: coach, Talks, big bro, no, for what it's yeah, worth. That's
1: my, that's, my, that's my team name is Money Talks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Chase Edmonds is Money Talks, but his brother's also on my team, and that's Christian Kirk.
2: That hurts. That hurts. Um... But you left my second pick. Um, well you so can only make one, so <laughs> I had two, I had two prepared. The first two names that Bradley mentioned were both on the top of my queue. Um, so after Bradley's pick, Chris Kirk, it was Ramondre Stevenson. And I'm gonna follow it up with uh with Russell Gage. Uh in the 10th at the back half of the 10th round, we don't know Chris Godwin's situation, but I think regardless of it, he's got standalone value. Um And I
1: think that's a really good point because people are starting to hear that Chris Godwin's coming back and that steers them away from Russell Gage. But there is a world where all three of them coexist. They were they were doing that with Antonio Brown.
2: Yep. And and let's not forget, like Tom Brady was a big reason that Russell Gage is there and Russell Gage quiet, like quietly to, I think, the majority of people. But for those paying it, paying pretty close attention last year, like wasn't as quiet, but he had a, a good year and was for a couple of weeks, like pretty fat fantasy relevant. Um, so if Chris Godwin isn't there to start the season, you're talking about even more of a value pick in that back after the 10th round. Um, but again, with my strategy, I feel pretty good about that. And he's still my wide receiver five. Um, so I'm back on the clock now in the 11th round. It was, uh, Michael Carter, Gusecki cousins, Comet, fields to start the 11th
0: for a ball.
2: <laughs> and then it was, uh, Jameson Williams, Michael Gallup, Isaiah Spiller, and I am back on the clock at eleven five. So now my question is, do I take, so I I still, I actually still only have three running backs. So after loading up on wide receivers, um, five in a row I went, I'm gonna go back to the running back position to a name that I talked about. um, And I am gonna take a dart throw on Damian Pierce. I feel pretty good about the opportunity he has there, regardless of, you know, an injury or anything like that. Like walking in on on day one of camp, I think he has a decent chance to fantasy relevance. And then depending on what shakes out, it could grow even more. So I feel pretty good about a dart throw in the middle of the 11th round on Damian Pierce.
1: So. I'm back on the clock. I have three running backs. My next two picks are going to be running backs.
0: I am interested to know who you take.
1: I, I know there's one person that Birdie wants, and he's one of the two guys that I want as well. So I'm going to go with Tyler Algier, uh, a guy that has an opportunity to be the starting running back in Atlanta, depending on what Cordero Patterson is. I think it's a a low-risk, high-reward pick for
3: Tyler Algier. He
0: was number Agreed. two. Number two on my list. Number one on my list. I feel like he's going to be rising on boards. Off of the news that happened today. No, that was the other guy. Rashad White. Yeah, Lenny Big. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> He's going to be a heck of a player with uh, Lenny
1: blocking for him. <laughs> Jeez.
0: Anyways, my last pick is probably the starter in Houston for week one. I'm going Marlon Mack.
1: I'm honestly really surprised you didn't pick... Um, the guy that I'm about to pick, considering that you had Miles Sanders, um, Ken Gainwell is gonna be the pick for me. He's
0: no, not... there's only one RB one. Oh, don't got worry about him.
1: You're right. I, I lied. I'm gonna go with Gus Edwards. Um I don't know what JK Dobbins is gonna be. I think Gus Edwards a is a pick. better shot to play. I'm
3: I'm tilting a little bit. I have Lamar, so I, I'm I not thought you gonna froze. Go. <laughs> No, I, did. I, I didn't. I didn't
1: freeze. I, I'm still here. I'm gonna go back to Ken Gainwell just because I have Lamar Jackson.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh,
1: you see what I did there? Jeremy was all sorts of rattles. he had no idea where I was going. I was like,
2: "Where is he going? Where was <laughs> he leaving me?" <laughs> um, so after Gainwell, it was Jarvis, and then I am back on the clock at twelve eight. With my last pick of the draft, and I'm going to stay at running back position and take another dart throw at a guy that I think, um, especially in PPR leagues, is going to be relevant. They drew him back um, to Washington. Money talks.
1: Nope. <laughs> That's trademarked already.
2: <laughs> Give me J.D. McKissick. That's my last <laughs> Money pick.
0: Money talks. He's for McKissick. <laughs> <laughs> No, who said it for Jace Edmonds? It could have been
1: Jace Edmonds got paid.
0: <laughs> okay, let's go through our team, give your strategy, and then how the draft went. Jeremy, you start.
2: So I was at um the fifth overall selection, and my strategy was adjusted mid-draft. You're welcome. So I could draft a wide receiver starting in the sixth round. Um, which was at, you know, pick six eight for me. So I I started Delvin Cook, Mark Andrews, James Conner, Justin Herbert, A.J. Dillon, and then I went on a run of wide receivers, Adam Thielen, Rashad Bateman, Garrett Wilson, l Lazard, Russell Gage, and then rounded it out with Damian Pierce and J.D. McKissick.
1: So I was picking at the 107. Uh, My strategy was early quarterback and early tight end, meaning I had to pick a quarterback in the first three rounds and a tight end in the first five. So my quarterback was Lamar Jackson. Uh, My running backs were Aaron Jones, Then I waited a while and went with Rashad Penny and Money Talks, and then I also have Tyler Algier and Ken Gainwell. My wide receivers are Justin Jefferson, Michael Pittman, my guy Brandon Cooks, Sky Moore, Christian Kirk, and my tight end is Darren Waller.
0: Did you give your quarterback
1: Lamar Jackson for the second time? He's he's honestly he's worth two names, so so I'm glad we said it twice.
0: Well, I would pick one eleven. I had the zero RB strategy, so I could not pick one until round six. So I started off with Stephon Diggs, then I went Josh Allen, then I got T. Higgins and Cortland Sutton. I got Dalton Schultz in round five. Then I went on a running back round and got Miles Sanders, Devin Singletary, Melvin Gordon, Ronald Jones. Then I went with Marquez Valdez Scantling. Then I went Rashad White, and finished it off with Marlon Mack. So, um, easily the winner of the draft was me. But
1: honestly, though, guys. would you guys ever would you guys ever do this strategy?
0: I like, would not do mine.
3: I I don't I really do feel, Jeremy's. I don't feel bad about mine, to be honest. The,
1: the one thing I've, that I have for a hold up is that I don't know if I would do a tight end in the first five rounds. Like I'm fine taking Lamar in the third and still getting Jefferson and Aaron Jones, but the whole, uh, Darren Waller at four, six, like I feel better about throwing a, a dart throw on Zach Ertz later or. Pat oh, Friermuth.
2: That, that is the one thing I would change, right? Like I, so I had Andrews at two eight, which I think is fine. Oh, no, that's yeah.
1: acceptable in my opinion.
2: Yeah. I just, I'm with Bradley. I'm normally a weight. I'm normally probably a punt on uh, the tight end position unless there's just some crazy value that I just can't really pass up. Um, but for me there, if I plug out Andrews and I put in Tyree kill and then I, you know, take a, I don't know, commit in the 11th round, like I feel better. Right. Like, no. Yeah.
0: Okay. Let's finish up with our ones got to go. We're talking running backs. Which one of these four running backs has to go JK Dobbins, Leonard Fournette, Cam makers Saquon Barkley. We'll find out how out we are on um, Leonard
3: Fournette.
2: I'll start, and I'm probably the only hope to not take out Leonard Fournette here, but I think I am going to take out Leonard Fournette.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Brady, do you have our consensus rankings up? I do.
2: Mine's going to be off. I haven't adjusted it, but I definitely... Can you just? Yeah. I don't
1: have mine up right now. Can you just look? I know I have Leonard Fournette at twenty-four. Do I have anybody higher
3: than that? Out of these people? Thing? Yeah. No. No. So.
0: So out of minutes. our consensus rankings. You want me to do our consensus rankings? Sure. J.K. Dobbins is at fifteen. Cam Akers is at sixteen. Saquon Barkley is at seventeen, and Leonard Fournette's at eighteen. So they're yeah, all laid back and to back to back to back. The
1: reason the reason that Leonard Fournette's at eighteen is probably because I have him at twenty-four. I'm not sure how low you guys are on him.
0: We're at sixteen and seventeen, respectively. I have him at sixteen. Jo- yeah, so Jeremy has him at seventeen.
1: I think these guys are all in the conversation. Certainly in the news today. Like, all jokes aside, like we're not gonna over exaggerate our rankings because of that, because there's a lot of time until week one starts. Um, so
0: Zeke came but, into camp overweight one time.
1: Exactly. So I'm not, I'm not about to sit here and move Leonard Fournette down to RB 32, but pre news, I already had him at 24 and I, it's because I believe a little bit in the draft capital. So for me, it's Leonard Fournette.
0: Yeah. I love Leonard Fournette too. Um, actually I'm kidding. I had Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is at 17 for me and, and Leonard Fournette's at 16. So I guess Saquon Barkley's got to go.
3: Really,
1: Get you're not going to use any of these. This news here.
0: Well, I, I can't lie to you and say oh, I, I Leonard Fournette's got to go, but I got Saquon Barkley behind him. So as of today, Saquon Barkley's got to go. Now, if we talk next week, I would assume that Leonard Fournette's going to go down in my rankings at least one spot because we having that news. I would have Saquon Barkley as ahead of Leonard Fournette. That makes sense.
3: We got there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so we have this long awaited exit we made a decision at the break that we are going to do it all together
1: in honor of our good co-host josh Montpriand.
0: So, so who's gonna say thank you for listening then we'll all say go deep and we'll see ya okay i'll say it thank you all for listening and go, go deep, deep and we'll see ya,
3: ya.